Hello everyone, Anthony Bandiero here, attorney, senior legal instructor for Blue to Gold Law Enforcement Training, bringing you to the roadside chat. Today's question is, what are the rules regarding a temporary seizure of a firearm during a traffic stop? Great question. My officer comes from uh, North Carolina, so based a little bit of context here, let me read uh, what he or she wrote. I had a uh, quick question regarding temporary seizing a firearm during a traffic stop. And so this officer said, look, I've watched your video about running the firearm, you know, serial numbers and things like that, things to kind of think about. I do have another video about that. Um, you know, so he says, in my experience, besides blatantly obvious officer safety issues, right, there's something about the traffic stop, a drive-by shooting or a brandishing case, uh, you know, we can seize them. Also, Drivers will generally allow you to temporarily seize the firearm if you ask for it, right? If you say, hey, do you have any firearms in the vehicle? And say yes, um, especially in a, in a state like North Carolina, where a lot of people uh, likely have firearms, especially if you explain to them why. But uh, the officer also explains that that's not the only option that they do, uh, that he does. Maybe he also separates the firearm from the person, maybe brings the guy out of the car. Hey, where's the firearm? under the seat. Okay, fine. Once you just come out and we'll do business outside the car. But push comes to shove, right? The, the question is, if there are no other reasons to be concerned for your safety, can we still separate the firearm and seize the firearm, I guess, right? Seize the firearm during the traffic stop, even if we have no other reason to believe that they could use that firearm against us? And the answer is yes. Absolutely. Absolutely. Why? Because the firearm equals armed and dangerous, right? That's Terry versus Ohio, right? So if you don't know about the firearm, they may or may not be armed and dangerous. You got to articulate that. But the, if you know that they have a firearm or have a reason to believe the firearm, then they are automatically considered armed and dangerous to the Terry stop level, which is its reasonable suspicion, enough to seize that firearm during the, the traffic stop. That just makes sense because, you know, look, if a judge is going to second guess a cop and say, hey, you have to have the firearm plus something else, well, they're going to have blood in their hands, right? There's going to be that one cop out there that just can't, knows there's a gun inside the car, maybe even on the guy's hip, but can't figure out another reason why that, that gun could be a danger to the officer then the person flips out on the cop, shoots the cop, and now we have this case where the judge says you can't do it. The cop, the judge is gonna have blood on his hands, right? Or her hands. That's just not the way it works. So I've never seen a, a court case require something more than just the firearm. I mean, if you know the firearm's there, that is armed and dangerous. So at the same time, look, I was a cop in a pro-gun state, Nevada. Everybody had guns, right? It's a wild, wild west. And the way I did business was, you know, oftentimes if they said they had a gun and they were concealed carry permit and there was nothing shady about them, they were on the up and up and they were like, yeah, just so you know, I got a gun and they appear intoxicated or anything like that. I said, sir, if you don't go for yours, I won't go for mine. Right. Okay. So just, you know, when I come back up and I'll say, you know, just keep your hands on it. When I come back up, and you, you, you know, if I don't see y'all, if you don't see me, I'll, I'll announce myself. Hey, sir, I'm coming back up. Put your hands on the steering wheel and we're all going to be good. And so, you know, that may be the, the right answer, too, because also my belief is the more that you handle firearms, the more risk 
that you have that something bad could happen, right? That maybe there's an accidental negligent discharge. Maybe you don't have to operate the gun. Maybe the, the gun's effective. I mean, bad things, you know, a round goes off, way more paperwork. And if you would have just left it where it was, um, nothing would have happened. But you have to make that call, right? I'm sure some of my officers here work in very anti-gun states, right? And they're not going to allow people to have a gun on them, even if it's lawfully carried. You have to make your decision for you. Um, but a lot of my cops on here are from pro-gun states, and it's very common to run into people with firearms, and our comfort level is just a little higher than probably some others. That's all I got for you. So the answer is I see no problem. Hope it helps. Keep the questions coming. Guys, great job out there. Keep up the good work. Hopefully you're attending also our live training, our online training, both uh, live and on demand, grabbing the books. Until next time, stay safe. When it comes to law enforcement training, we are the gold standard. Visit bluetogold.com or call 888-579-7796 to learn more about our training, books, and free webinars. Also, don't forget to like, subscribe, and share this channel.